this is take four, by the Final way. Final take. Final take on this podcast. Going full out. Oi, this no is the first back. episode. I'm on take four. Uh, I did three takes because when it comes to myself, I'm very critical of my own self. Anyway, so welcome to Can You Relate? Fit and Health. I'm your host, Jill, and uh, this will be the very first podcast. I wanted to tell you about why I created the podcast in the first place and a little bit about my story. Um, I have my very good friend Jordan here. Say hi. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Uh, for some moral support because I felt weird doing it by myself. And uh, so there you go. Uh, so I'm sitting in a locker room, which is very appropriate because uh, I love, I just worked out and I love fitness. Um, you will hear Jordan's uh, story, by the way, a little later on oh in yeah. a couple episodes. Yeah. He taped it earlier. We're not live, people. Um, so a little bit about myself. I am 38 years old. I um, played like, well, actually, let me say why I'm doing this podcast before I tell my story. I'm doing the podcast because just having conversations with people over time, um, whether it's fitness industry, whether it's people I see in the gym, or just talking with everyday people about how um, stories they stories they've told me about things they've gone through, and like, hey, I can relate to that, or hey, maybe this person can relate to that, or, oh, I get that, and, like, they relate to things that I've gone through, and it kind of makes you feel a little bit better because, like, then you feel like you're not the only one out there who's been through all that stuff. And so I was like, you know what? Let me create a podcast and have people come on, tell their story. Maybe the people that are listening to my podcast can be like, hey, you know what? I don't feel as lonely, or, yeah, I went through that, that that person went through, and they can relate to it and not feel, again, not feel lonely and be like, hey, there's someone else out there who went some through something that I went through. Uh, I'm new to this, by the way, so I apologize if I repeat things. You gotta I'm going to start somewhere. I know. I'm very critical of myself. It's all right. I've, I've recorded. We're all critical of each other. It's very true. I think we're most critical of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, we are. So my story, like I said earlier, I'm currently 38. I'll be 39 in November, and uh, I um I played a little bit of sports as a kid, not very much. Maybe like some t-ball, a little bit of basketball. I liked fitness, but it didn't really take hold of me until I got into until I was much older, maybe my early 20s, and um, but I had uh, but yeah, I didn't really stay that active. Through base, I did marching band in high school, and that was about it. Uh, band geek. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of band <laughs> geek, but I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I wasn't very good at playing. Uh, I was good at marching, but not playing. And then I hit college, and I hit the most I ever weighed at about 180. And um, I was like, ah, no more. I'm not going to do that anymore. I don't want to be this weight. And so I started doing slim fast diet, right? So I eat, I drink two shakes a day and have one large meal for dinner. That's all I ate. I didn't know any better. And so that's what I did. And I didn't really work out. I was a theater major. Um, side note, I do work in the television industry as a lighting director. And I'm trying to make, working on making the transition from leaving television into permanently doing more fitness stuff. And uh, so 
that's one of my goals right now that I'm working on moving forward. So I was a theater major and I had a lot of exercise because you're in the shop and I was a lighting person so I was running up and down ladders and sweating and all this stuff so what ended up happening was I wasn't eating enough for the amount of while not actual real exercise like you would in a gym but it's a lot of running around a lot of physical activity and so uh, I still wasn't eating enough for the amount of activity that I was doing and I lost a little bit of weight initially like you do with any diet where you cut a lot of your food out but then I plateau and then I put the weight back on because well I've had really bad days and so I needed to eat comfort food and uh, so basically my weight fluctuated up and down for a good number of years when I left college through basically I'd say maybe seven, no, six, seven years ago when I started doing um, Tiger Shulman's Mixed Martial Arts and uh, that helped me because it was one, one way of getting out aggression and frustration um, but I also realized there that I really didn't like group activity group sports because um, it stems back from high school actually when I was put into gym classes with the, uh, the kids that were really athletic and sporty and every time like we play volleyball or basketball and I miss something and I get yelled at and I just felt self-conscious about it then going into later on when I was doing mixed martial arts and I was doing kickboxing one I'd feel bad if I wasn't the best at it I have a very competitive nature and so I um, started trying to beat everybody in the class having the best form and what ended up happening was I didn't have the best form and then you would put on teams for weight loss challenges and then I do whatever crazy extreme I had to do to lose the most amount of weight and uh, that kind of hurt me a little bit and I'd work out in the morning before I went to work and then I'd go to the classes at night and do all that and it led to a point with me where I got obsessed about my weight more so than I had in the past and um, what I would do is I'd eat a big meal and then I'd feel really bad about it and instead of throwing up my meal I would take a suppository and so it would clean me out I knew it actually wasn't cleaning out the meal I just ate but it made me feel good um, I did it for about a month and then I realized I'm like what am I doing this is ridiculous I can't I can't keep doing this it's not doing anything and I'm gonna hurt myself more than I am anything else so what I did was um, I found a nutritionist in town and she kind of helped me but she didn't deal with athletes for the amount that I was working out it was a lot of physical activity and she really she tried to help me but she really didn't understand what I was going through she was more for like people who were just starting to lose weight and um, and giving them ideas and I knew the ideas she was already giving me I just needed someone to tell me eat this much at this time this much at this time this much at this time I need that regimen so I found a sports nutritionist went to him for a couple years and he gave me my macros that's where I learned about macros so then I started counting my food this eventually became an obsession and because like I had to weigh everything out I had to meet my macros for the day if I didn't meet my macros for the day I felt bad about myself and if I 
put on that little bit of weight. It was like, why did you eat that extra food? You knew better. And again, I was obsessing and obsessing and obsessing. About five years ago, I had gotten pregnant. I had my daughter. And uh, after she was born, I was like, all right, we have to, we have to figure this out. I need to figure out how I can eat properly, maintain my weight with the amount of exercise I was doing. And um, by this point, I had left, before my daughter was born, I had left mixed martial arts, and I was just kind of doing stuff in a gym and um, doing stuff at home. And eventually, I started counting my macros again once after my daughter was born. And then I didn't want to get tied to the macros anymore because it wasn't really helping me as much as I thought it was going to help me. Because what was happening was, um, days I lifted, my body craved the protein. And the days I did cardio, my body craved the carbohydrates. But I was so determined to stick to my workout day macros that the numbers were a little off because of what I was doing. And so I'm like, I need to learn more about this. I need to learn more about this. So I got my NASM personal trainer certification. And then with the nutrition, I got my precision, I can't say the word, precision, that's it, precision nutrition, PN1 certification. So I taught myself about exercising, how to do it properly, and then about proper nutrition. Um, and I turned my passion into a career, and I started helping people because that's what I want to do. I want to help people live the best life. But through all the education that I took for myself was that I realized about how to learn to listen to my body and that I really didn't need to count my macros. And don't get me wrong, it's important if you to count macros, especially if you are trying to cut weight for an event or anything like that. Macros do help. But what I did was I learned to listen to my body, stop counting macros. Days I lifted, I ate a little bit more protein. Days I did cardio, I ate a little more cardio. I mean, I and a little more carbohydrates, and uh, and I actually lost like two and a half percent body fat just from listening to what my body craved. I also, up to this point, I realized I started eating for my blood type and um, reading about what foods they had was not good for like my system and. Um, one of the things I tried, I had eaten a lot of avocado, and I cut out the avocado for like a month and a half. And uh, I reintroduced it to my diet, and I had the worst gas ever, and I realized, all right, well, avocado doesn't agree with me. So I started cutting out a lot of foods that after I ate it, I'm like, oh, I don't feel good after eating this. I cut it out of my diet, I felt better. Excuse me. And then I reintroduced it again, and I didn't feel good. And I'm like, okay, well, I now really can't eat this food anymore because it's making my stomach upset. So, and... While maybe it's a food that I do like having in moderation, and I will sometimes have it in moderation, like ice cream, while I'm not full-blown lactose intolerant, dairy does disagree with me, and I don't eat it or have it very often, but every once in a while I do crave ice cream, and I satisfy my cravings, and I let it go. And I never used to satisfy my cravings. I would just, um, you know put it off, be like, nope, can't have it, nope, can't have it, nope, can't have it, and that made it worse, and then I'd end up binge eating, and then I'd feel sorry for myself, and it's just a vicious cycle, until I realized, you know what, the body needs a little bit of ice cream right now, it's craving it, have it, had it, then I didn't want it anymore, 
So, and that happens occasionally with some foods, like I want some pasta. I'm not, I don't have celiac disease, but wheat, um, certain grains make me bloated. I know this, but sometimes I want to have them, so I eat it. I realize, you know what, I may feel a little off later on, but I satisfy my craving and I moved on. And uh, so yeah, and that's where I am right now. So here I am wanting to help people find the right balance for themselves, finding what works for them, teaching them how to listen to their body and see what it really needs and when to back off. Because even I at times have trouble with that, especially when I lift and I had a bit of tennis elbow that I should have listened to and healed it a little bit more and I didn't and I was doing lateral raises with some weight and I tweaked it wrong and I ended up pulling a tendon in my right arm to the point where the next morning when I woke up I couldn't grip anything with my right hand and I'm right hand dominant. I um, put heat on it the entire next day and by the end of the night I was able to have mobility um, with my grip in my right hand again and then from there I was like alright you really just need to like baby, baby this but like give it time to heal and I did and now it's a lot better. Um, but that was a case where sometimes I just don't listen to my body and try to push through. And it was my body's reminder of you know, you know better and you need to listen to what, what we're telling you. And, and uh, yeah, so that's me. Questions, thoughts, ideas? No, um, well, I don't really know. Yes, <laughs> obviously. Well, if you um, have no questions, well, then we just didn't. Now, well, don't it's we? weird considering I'm the only one here. It's true. Um, <laughs> Let's poll the audience, the one person in the room. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, no, you know, it's just good, um, you know, growing up as an athlete to hear you. You said, you know, you weren't necessarily an athlete growing up. Right. But, you know, you did do some things, and um, it just shows your story, and your story shows people that just because – you know, you weren't an athlete and you didn't do all these sports and stuff growing up, you can still be fit, you can still be athletic, you can still, you know, change your lifestyle and, and take the time to feel good about yourself because in reality, you know, you, you need to be happy with your body. It's and true. Who you are. Yeah, no, it's definitely true. I had huge body image issues and I touched a little bit on Jordan's inter um, interview, I guess, or conversation. It's not really an interview, it's a conversation. It's a that's what this podcast we is. We converse. It's allowing the person who, who's telling their story to tell their story. And I ask questions a little bit along the way to maybe, you know, help guide or, or questions that I'm just curious about. Um, but, yeah, it's more of allowing that person to tell their story so someone else can pick up on it. But um, for me, I've had huge body image issues my entire, entire life. And uh, I always wanted to look like the people in the magazine and – um, it wasn't until you're not the only one. Oh, I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> Everyone does it. Everyone does it. But it wasn't until like two a year and a half ago, maybe two year and a half to two years ago, that I really just accepted my body for what it was, and uh, was happy with it. And uh, it's interesting. I do. I had. A, I have bod pods done. Bod pod measures your body fat percentage. It is one of the most accurate ways to measure your body fat. Again, I'm obsessed with, like, little details like that, but that's just me. And uh, I had gotten down to, like, 16.5% body fat, and that was after I had stopped counting my macros and just listened to what my body wanted. Um, and when I looked in the mirror, I was like, this isn't what 16.5% body fat I thought would look like. Like, you look on the Internet, oh, you look on the Internet, 
and you see all these pictures about what you think it should all be. All photoshopped. All photoshopped, edited. exactly. And I know it. You know it in the back of your head, but you're still like, that's what I want to look like. But but at 16.5% body fat, I mean, a lot of, I mean, I'm toned my upper body and my back. Um, I, you know, if I flex, you do see I have abs, but I do have a bit of a stomach. People look at me and say, no, you don't. But I see it. You know, just because we all do. We all all point out our imperfections. Um, I say it's getting the big red marker out and just circling, looking in the mirror and circling like, I don't like this spot, I don't like this spot. Anyway. Um, But a lot of my fat where I lose it last, which is common for the majority of women, is in your your butt and your thighs and your hips. Mm -hmm. That's where I carry all of mine. And I look at my butt and I'm like, whoop, there's my cottage cheese butt. Look at my saddlebags, they're getting bigger today. But, and I could just feel, it's funny too, because if I, when I touch my body, which I never used to like to do either, I never used to like touch my body because I get grossed out and it's like, oh my God, why am I so fat? And, uh, but now I touch my body because it tells me that I'm losing weight or I'm losing fat. Like, I'm not very big on scales because sometimes I call a scale the devil. A number's just a number. It's, it's number's just a number, especially if you have a lot of muscle mass because you can step on a scale, you lose a lot of fat, but if you put muscle mass on and you look at the scale and you're like, wait a minute, why aren't I losing weight? Well, it's because you put on muscle weight. Mm-hmm. But as a person, sometimes we freak out because we want to see the number go down because we're trying to lose weight. And, uh, but now it's, it's hard. So anyway, so when I touch like my, what I affectionately call my saddlebags, the, you know, the thighs, the outer thighs. Yes. Um, I could feel like on days if maybe I put a little bit of weight on or I'm about to get my period. Like I was just gonna say, it's not necessarily a matter of when you put more weight, weight on. on. It's as women we go through things where it's our true. weight's gonna vary monthly regardless of right of what we do, what we eat, etc. It's very true. I mean, my body craves sugar sometimes before I get my period. Other times, I just want to eat beef and like protein, and um, it's where I'm currently at right now. Yeah, you and me both. But, uh, but yeah, so and that's what a lot of it has to do is I and I touch those areas. I'm like, okay, I know what's going on there, and I, you know, and I'm able to touch my stomach. I never used to be able to touch my stomach, and like, and it make and I'm okay with it. And uh, but it used to give me such anxiety prior to all this. And a lot of it, what I do for workout is, um, I like to look at the physique front of me in the mirror especially with my arms I love my arms and my back you do but that's okay I do I'm not gonna I lie do, I do too I, I hate lower body I've always been obsessed with with the upper body I like my calves though my calves are very you do nice, have nice calves. I, do have very I feel nice like calves. everyone has like that one part of their body that they hate but that other part of their body where they're like damn like yeah yeah you know, and we focus on that I've always had nice calves um but uh but I do I do I get, I get a little vain I'm not gonna lie I flex in the mirror I take a lot of pictures like that selfies Selfies. gym selfies gym selfies look at me look at my arms yay (laughs) but i'm at i've done it in the morning and i've posted this where it's um a picture of myself after i've gone to the bathroom but before i've like i've just woken up i've just gone to the bathroom and i uh i haven't eaten yet and i flex and that's when you're at your lightest Mm-hmm. is when that happens and that's when you're most you're the most defined and then you're if you 
as you go through the day, you start eating and all this stuff, and you look different, and it's true. Daily stress. Daily stress. and Sleep deprivation, all that stuff. Right. Our bodies change, and our bodies change for a reason, and sometimes we can control it, other times we can't, and but we just, you know, listen to it and see what it needs in that particular moment in time, and hopefully we can feed it and nurture it properly, and there's days where we don't and abuse our bodies, and I do it too, and yeah, but th- that's you know, life, though. It is. You need to have fun. You know, Most you definitely. can't just but people I mean, get obsessive. But that's you know your your thing too is you were talking about you know cravings and stuff. Like you just you know you need to live as well. You can't. Right. Exactly. Right. And that's what I and that and it took me a long time to realize. It's just okay. It, it's okay to enjoy the cravings. It's okay. And uh, yeah. So yeah. So that's. Pretty much about me. The Jill story. The Jill story. The beginning of the journey. Yeah, that's right. The journey of circles. No, the journey of life. Um, Your life. My life, that's right. To inspire others. I hope so. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check out my Instagram, at TrueFitBalance. I'll put it in the description. Um, you can come visit me there you can see what I'm working on um, and anything else that I post from time to time I actually try to post every day but a little obsessed sometimes uh, yeah. but it's hard, to okay. pr- it's hard to put out new content as much as you want to put out new content every day and try to keep up to date but you also have to be real and understand like <laughs> sometimes I'm just not going to do it yeah, and life gets in the way life gets in the way it's alright it's okay. Um, so I used to have an old Instagram account, and uh, I was great about it, and I had a lot of followers, and I hope some of them come over to my new account as well. But uh, and I welcome any new followers too. But I found like, oh, I gotta get the numbers up. I gotta get the numbers up. I got what new thing can I do now? What new inspiration? And, and it stopped at some point becoming about the journey and yeah, what I was doing. It came more about oh my gosh, who's following me now, and how many people can I get, and... It's not about all the people, it's about that one person. Right, and why is my, my numbers going down? And I'm like, then I realized it stopped, like I said, it stopped being about what I was trying to do, and just inspire people sometimes, and you know, I would just put a picture of me flexing, and I was like, okay, here's another flexing picture, but and that gets tired after a little while, too. And so I took a step back from Instagram, and I took a step back from Facebook, reevaluated my life a little bit and now I'm coming back full on strong with this podcast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, baby. Full steam ahead. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's all that way. <laughs> Sounded more like a fart than like a <laughs> I do a lot of that, let me tell you that. I eat a lot of we're gaseous foods. We're human. It's but they work with but they they okay with me. Mm, that's good. It is good. Um so nothing wrong with that, nope. you know. But anyway. Uh so yeah. So I'm coming back and uh, putting out good content, hopefully. Uh, and that's, that's where I'm at right now. All right. Thank you, guys. I hope you enjoyed my podcasts. Uh, again, I got a lot of different variety of people, uh, my friends, and trying to grow. And if you have an interesting story, let me know. And maybe we can hook up and uh, you can share your story, too. All right. Thanks, guys.